Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig, here with Chris Kymig. Today, we're going to be talking about NFL Week 11. Without no further ado, let's recap Week 10. Let's take a look at our Week 10 predictions from last week. Uh, we'll start with our starts of the week. Who's your start of the week, Chris? I had uh, Micah Parsons of the Dallas defense. Uh, they played the Giants, and Giants are nothing this year. They ended up with 11 PPR points, five sacks, one interception. Um, good performance by the defense, but I looked at the stats, and Micah Parsons didn't have a tackle. <laughs> so I didn't watch the game. They must have triple teamed him or something, but uh, – he didn't do nothing at all, but the team did a good on the defensive side. And it's probably up to 15 points, but then they had the scrubs in the last part of the game and dropped it down to 11 points. Yeah, I'm sure they, they took Mike out pretty early. I mean, pretty sure Cooper Rush had more points than uh, the Giants quarterback this week. All right. My start of the week was Bijan Robinson. Bijan is unleashed, finally. He had 17.6 PPR points, his most in six weeks. He had 22 rushes for 95 yards and a touchdown. He didn't only have one catch, but it did go for 11 yards. He finally dominated touches. So glad to see this out of him. Well time. Yeah. I mean, he's finally getting more carries than uh, – Algier and um, Cordell Patterson combined, you know, Algier was, I think, under 10 uh, rushing attempts this week. So that's great for Bijan. All right, let's take a look at our sleeper of the week from last week. I had Jackson Smith and Jigba. He had 9.3 PPR points, which isn't bad. He only had four catches on five targets with 53 yards. I was hoping he'd break the double digits. He's pretty close, but uh, still a pretty solid performance. Who's your start or your sleeper of the week last week? I had uh, Josh Dobbs of the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he finished uh, number three overall quarterback last week. He was had eight rushes for forty-four yards and a touchdown. Um, Two hundred and sixty-eight passing yards and a touchdown. He uh, now that he's got a tight end, he knows who the tight end is. He says that's the hairy guy over there. <laughs> I don't know if he knows his name yet, but uh, he targeted him 15 times for uh, 11 receptions and 134 yards. Um, before the waivers ran, he was owned by uh, rostered in 39% of the leagues. <laughs> that's Josh Dobbs of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, um, I saw something that he and TJ Hawkinson had uh, been practicing together either sometime in the offseason or either a couple years ago. So that's why, you know, he's the only man he's looking for. I'm not complaining <laughs> about it, but, yep, that's Josh Dobbs. Um, let's, let's review our pickups that we had last week. Speaking of Josh Dobbs, we were telling you guys to pick him up. <laughs> He is the number eight quarterback this year. He's been on, what, three teams in just a single year, and he's number eight? It's crazy. <laughs> um, he had 25 points last week. He looks like a true dual-threat quarterback. Um, it's been amazing this year. 
you want to talk about the other two, Chris? Uh, Keaton Mitchell, 13.6 uh, PPR points, only on four touches. He had a 39-yard TD run and a 32-yard uh, catch and uh, run. Um, he only got four touches with those explosive plays. Harbaugh said that he's going to get more involved this week. And I picked him up uh, this morning, not on waivers. He was just out there, and I said, eh, I think I'll grab him a little quick. So appreciate that tip you got. And then uh, Tank Dell, 18.9 PPR points. We talked about him last week, told you to pick him up. Um, he's the new alpha receiver on our hands here. Uh, I'm not sure when Nico's coming back. Uh, might be this week. I got him on a team. I'd like to have him back. but He didn't, uh, he didn't practice as of Wednesday, but, I mean, it's – it doesn't really matter on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, right. But he ended up with 14 targets, six catches for 56 yards and a touchdown. And not bad for a rookie there. Yeah. And then um, let's review our bets that we had last week. My bet did hit. Um, it was a pretty boring one, but it did win. I had the 49ers alternate spread of 7.5, Vikings alternate spread of 10.5, Ravens alternate spread of 7.5, I had the Bills, which was a sweat, but it did pull through of uh, alternate spread of two and a half. And then the Seahawks plus uh, six and a half. What was your bet of the week, Chris? Yeah, that, those, that, that Bills game, they look terrible. I'm yeah. not sure what's going on there, but uh, I had uh, DJ Moore in a revenge game. He hit on his yardage, but he didn't get a touchdown. Uh, I also went with Adam Thielen. I was either going on uh, a touchdown or receptions. I switched my my bet to the receptions. Um, He's not gaining many yards, so stay away from the yardage. Um, But neither one scored. I don't know what I was thinking. Neither one of those teams score any touchdowns anyway, so I'm done betting on uh, touchdowns for the Bears or Carolina. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, This isn't regarding the bets, but some two major things for both of these – you know, DJ Moore and Adam Thielen. DJ Moore is getting Justin Fields back this week. Um, he was amazing with Justin Fields. I think he was top five wide receiver. Uh, and then Adam Thielen, Frank Wright, is going to start calling plays again. And he was when Adam Thielen was, you know, a top three receiver. So I see those guys trending up this week. All right. Let's take a look at week 11 in our predictions. Um. Who's your start of the week, Chris? I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to go uh, a not start of the week. Uh, don't start Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs hmm. of the Bills. They played terrible. Uh, they're playing the Jets this week, and they're only giving up 22 total points to wide receivers, and they've only given up one passing touchdown to a wide receiver. Um, I think you're okay with Kincaid um, as a tight end. They're kind of weak in the middle, and that's where most of their touchdowns they've given up has been the tight end. So don't start Diggs or Stephon or uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. And um, my start of the week, it's really a pick and choose of any of the top five tight ends this year. I could go with Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid. All of them have amazing matchups this week. But I'll make my start of the week Trey McBride. We were just telling you guys to grab him off waivers last week. Now he's the start of the week. He has 
an amazing matchup against the Texans, who gives up the third most PPR points to the tight end position, as well as the second most catches to tight ends. In his first week with Kyler Murray, he had eight catches for 131 yards, 21.1 PPR points. I'm planting my flag that he's a top five tight end rest of the season, and he is my start of the week. We picked uh, Kincaid and uh, McBride that one week. Both of us like those tight ends. Yep. Now those guys are just studs. Yeah, so some good calls. Um, let's take a look. Who is your sleeper of the week, Chris? Ty Chandler. <laughs> I think he's going to do real good this week. You think so? I think so. All I wish right. I would have been able to pick uh, him up. Ty Chandler of the Minnesota Vikings. I didn't want to say it on the podcast because I know you're all going to go out there and pick him up. Um, but uh, he looked dominant. He did have quite a few carries. He was uh, – when he when uh, Madison got hurt, they both had eight carries. So the Vikings saw something in practice where they finally decided to give this guy a chance. Um, but then when Madison went out with that concussion, it was all Ty Chandler's game. Uh, had 45 yards rushing and a Wildcat TD. That looked beautiful. Uh, but those that didn't watch the game, he had an, another beautiful 20-yard touchdown run that was called back after penalty. So if you added that to the the mix, you know, it had been an awesome game. So uh, if you're looking for somebody, pick up Ty Chandler. Yeah, that, that's a great call. Um, I mean, right now, Ty Chandler's the only running back. I mean, if Madison's out, Ty Chandler would be the only running back who's really seen a good amount of touches this year. Um, there's another guy I'll be talking about in a little bit, but Ty Chandler shouldn't have a, a great week this week. My sleeper, I don't even know how he's a sleeper, Rasheed Rice. He is the best matchup available for wide receivers against the Philadelphia Eagles, who give up the most fantasy points to wide receivers, the most catches, the most targets, the most touchdowns to wide receivers, you name it. He's still only 53% rostered. I wish that was the way it was in all the leagues I'm in, but he's available nowhere. Are the, Is the Eagles' defense that bad, or is it just because the teams are so far behind they got pass? I mean, either way. <laughs> their their uh, pass rush is pretty good, but their their DBs ain't they aren't playing the best right now. But all right, um, for Rasheed Rice, he's got nine point six PPR points in seven of the nine games they played this year. Um, I expect Rice to have a great great week. I think we've been telling you to pick him up since week four. Yeah, it's pretty early on. Let's take a look at uh, some waiver wire pickups this week. Um, who you got, Chris? Well, I snagged this guy last week, and uh, for those that didn't, um, Devin Singletary. I picked him up in two different leagues. Uh, I'm not sure of uh, Damian Pierce's status this week, but uh, Singletary came out of the bang, 161 yards on 31 carries. I don't think he had 31 carries for the Bills last year at all, <laughs> the whole season. Um, he had a touchdown. They play the lowly Cardinals this week, and uh, they're giving up the third most fancy points to running backs. So, uh, Devin Singletary. You have a, another player who's on the same team as him? Well, yeah, I kind of mentioned him last week, and uh, he went off again. I tell you, if you guys aren't listening, there's a reason me and Cooper are beating your butts every week. 
Uh, Noah Brown of the Texans. Um, they do have some banged up uh, other wide receivers, so uh, make sure you check the stats before the game time. But uh, he finished with uh, 13 receptions the last two weeks, 13 receptions for 325 yards and a touchdown. Uh, it sounds kind of like a puka. He's uh, like a puka number two. So <laughs> grab him, man. Yeah. Uh, Noah Brown's been working downfield for the Texans. I mean, C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year, he's got that locked up. He's a potential MVP candidate. I don't know if there's a a lockaway MVP right now. And the way uh, C.J. Stroud's playing, why wouldn't you want the deep ball guy for the Texans? I just traded uh, Pat Mahomes this week because I had C.J. Stroud on the bench. So uh, I'm going with C.J. the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I got I got a couple waiver pickups. Um, one's going to be for deeper leagues. There's probably a lot of people who haven't heard him. Kenne and Wagnu. Who? Plays for the Minnesota Vikings. If Madison is out, he's going to operate as the Vikings uh, RB2. He's a speedy, speedy running back who's made a name as a great special teamer. Um, before he got hurt, he was on pace to be, I mean, I hate to say it, but one of the, the better kicker turners and uh, punt returners of all time. That's what That's what kind of pace he's on. That's how fast he is. I can't see Ty Chandler getting every single touch, so Nwangu could force himself into a role. And, I mean, why not take a chance on a, a speedy running back? But I'd only do this in some deeper leagues. And then another one is Odell Beckham Jr. Is this 2017? He's only rostered in 40% of ESPN leagues. He's got 40 yards and a touchdown in back-to-back games. This Raven team was set up. Um, at the beginning of the year to be passed first, but their running backs are just scoring so many touchdowns. Um, I think Beckham, if he can stay involved, he might be someone to stash. And I got one more, Antonio Gibson. Um, he's one of my favorite running backs. I have a bunch of his, his rookie auto and you know rookie cards. He's someone I drafted a lot this year. Um, he's finally able to get the role that he deserved in all three years, a passing down role. He was a wide receiver in college, and he was never catching passes. But um, he's got five catches and 42 yards in uh, both of the last two games. He's got nine or more PPR points in three straight games. This commander's offense is pass crazy. They're number one. They're the number one pass offense this year. The commanders, what happened? You know, as long as uh, Antonio Gibson can stay involved in the, the passing role, he deserves to be uh, more rostered. Let's finish up with our bets of the week. My bet of the week is going to be a four-leg parlay. It's going to get us plus money at plus 118 on FanDuel. It's going to be a Thursday night. I'm using the no-sweat bet. So um, if you bet $5 in it, if we lose, which it's not going to lose, you'll get that $5 back. I'm going Joe Burrow, 200 passing yards. Mark Andrews, 25 receiving yards. Jamar Chase, 40 receiving yards. And Keaton Mitchell with that improved role that was told by John Harbaugh himself, 25-plus rushing yards. I think that's a lock. Put the $5 on it. And let's uh, – I think we'll be 4-0 and if this hits, so let's keep it going. What's your you bet of the week, Chris? nothing to lose, man. Free yep. money. My bets uh, of the week, uh, I'm going with uh, Thursday night specials. Not much out there to pick yet, but uh, 
How about a touchdown by Mixon, Lamar, and Andrews? Ten bucks will get you ninety-five. So uh, you want to do that three three-legged parlay? Go for it. Yeah, and um, if you guys use FanDuel, you could do the five dollar no sweat bet on Chris's uh, bet. You'll probably get if that hits fifty-five, sixty bucks, and uh, I mean you get that money back if it doesn't. So why not? All right, that's gonna do it for the Party Talk podcast. Catch you next time. See ya.